Good morning, guys. It's so good to see you. Even if it is through Zoom, I'm happy to see you guys all again. Hmm. I'm just making this a little bit more better for me to look at. There we go. All right. Well, I have a question for you. I did notice some Christmas trees in some houses there. Has everyone started getting ready for Christmas? Some head shakes? Yes, maybe no. We started getting ready. We made a wreath yesterday and I put up some Christmas lights. So it's fun to get ready for Christmas that way, right? Like to put up Christmas lights and wreaths and we set out decorations. Um, but there's another way we get ready for Christmas too, right? Uh, some of you guys might remember when we were meeting in person last year, we had Advent wreaths and I don't even have my wreath. It's at the root cellar this week because I thought that was where we were going to be. Um, but Advent is a period of waiting where we prepare our hearts to remember about Jesus's coming to the earth as a baby and we remember Jesus is going to come again, this time as the ruler of the world. And so we're going to talk a little bit about that today. And what we're going to talk about is one of the names of Jesus that's actually found in a prophecy in Isaiah. So I'm going to read you a little bit from Isaiah 9. Okay. So, and it says, and some of you, I bet know this. I'm pretty sure you guys have heard this before. It says, for a child is born to us, a son is given to us. The government will rest on his shoulders and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. His government and its peace will never end. So the name that we're going to talk about today is Prince of Peace, because that's kind of one of the weak themes that we look at in Advent is peace. So we're going to talk about how Jesus is the Prince of Peace and what that actually means. So we did talk about Jehovah Shalom, the God of Peace, when we were talking about God's names. Do you guys remember kind of what Shalom means? I'm going to review it, but does anyone remember? It's not just not fighting. There's something more to it. Anybody remember? I bet some of you do. Shalom means more to be complete and whole. Like if you had a flock of sheep, if you were a shepherd and you had 100 sheep and then one of your sheep was gone you wouldn't have had shalom because you were missing something but when you found that night that last sheep and you brought it back then you had shalom again it was complete everything was full and i have a little story too about because part of shalom and making peace is restoring or paying back to the person if you have two people who have done something maybe one of them has done something wrong to the other person you have to pay back in order to actually make peace and restore. So I have a little story to show you or something to show you, first of all. Can you guys all see this? Do you know what this is? It's a little hard right now, I'll show you. It is lipstick. I'm putting that badly on on Zoom right now, but anyway, <laughs> I'll wipe that off later. I don't wear lipstick very much anymore. I have a question for you. If you had lipstick, in your pants pocket and you weren't paying attention and you put your dirty pants in the wash to be washed with your lipstick in your pocket, what do you think is gonna happen? It actually goes okay through the wash. The wash is okay. Usually it stays capped together because it just kind of swirls around. But when it's time to go in the dryer, that's when you get in trouble because in the dryer it gets hot and the clothes are really tumbling around and it can come out and then it gets out and it's melting and it gets over everything. And I know this because I didn't. 
My mom always told me when I was a kid to check my pockets when I was a teenager to make sure I wasn't putting my lipstick in, but I'd forget to do it. And one time I did put my lipstick in the wash. It went through the wash okay, but it went through the dryer. It got on everything. And unfortunately, most of the clothes that were in that load of wash were my sister's. And so what I'm talking about is like restoration and making peace. My sisters were pretty mad at me because I had ruined their clothes. There is no way you're getting melted, heated up, sticky lipstick off of clothing. Like their clothes were ruined. And so it wasn't enough for me just to say, I'm sorry, it's a mistake. I mean, they forgave me, but what my mom made me do, and this was right, is I had to go with my money that I had earned at my job. And I had to go buy each of my sisters a new outfit. I had to make reparations. I had to restore something to them. The thing that I had taken and accidentally ruined, I had to make that better and give back to them. So I'm going to read you another verse from the Bible. This is from Romans, I think, five. I had to make sure I had that right. Um, But you guys know that when we, like that we, before we have Jesus in our lives, do you know that we're actually the enemies of God? It says that like people rebel, humans, we, we want to fight God. And so we actually need peace with God. And so it says this right here, Romans 5, 10. It says, when we were God's enemies, he made peace with us because his son died for us. Yet something even greater than friendship is ours. Now we are at peace with God. We will be saved by the life of his son. So guys, I want you to think about this. If, if we were fighting with God, right, if we were God's enemies in our hearts and we wanted to make peace with God, do you think we could ever repay him what we need to in order to make peace with God? Like for my sisters, I was able to go get new outfits, right? And I was able to pay back what I had done wrong. But do you think we can pay back to God the wrong things and the sin in our heart that we've done? We can't do it. It's not possible. But God loved us so much that he's the one with all the power and he actually paid back what we owed him with his own life with Jesus. He came and he restored and made us whole and gave us whole hearts that could love him. He took care of it on his side. So even though we were the ones who were supposed to be paying back, God knew we could never do that. And so he sent Jesus to earth as a little baby to grow up and die for our sins so that we could have peace with God. That's part of what the angels said to the shepherds, right? They said, glory to God in the highest peace and goodwill towards men with whom he is pleased. Like, that's really cool. That's one of the things we can look forward to is the peace that we have that actually can never go away with anything else that's going in wrong in the world or things that seem sad or the fighting. First of all, I want you to remember that when Jesus is going to actually come again and he will make things all right and restore them and there will be peace. But we actually have peace with God right now. And there is nothing that can take that away from you. So I just want you guys to feel peace and think about that and just maybe thank God and Jesus today for the fact that he gave peace to us, that he made peace with us by sending Jesus. And that is something to be very, very thankful for. So thank you guys. I'm going to go wipe this lipstick off now. Bye.